Welcome to Inside Jokes. This is about the art of comedy. With Sandra Carusi. We get in the mind of the comic. On Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Here I am, Santa Cruz. See, that's who I am. And this is Inside Jokes, the show about comedy with my co-host, Dean Young. Welcome, Dean. Listen to that new intro, eh? That- I love it. So Welcome clean. to Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM six. Well, that's not the oh, name no, of the station no, no. anymore, but you know. It's Global News Radio 640 Global Toronto. News Radio AM 640. Yes. And we're doing our year in review, and we're on the show. We're going to invite in Alicia... Carusi, my niece, who is also producer, so put some headphones on and pretend like you're interested. And Courtney Love. Oh no, Courtney Eves. Courtney Love. Eves. Hi, Courtney. Hi. Courtney's been with us on and off, like a weird relationship for how long? <laughs> a year. Yeah, I started in January. Yeah. It was January last year? Yeah. Oh, wow. As an intern, and then she got a full-time job. Yeah. Because Part-time. if you saw the what I said as a reference, it was almost too sweet yeah it was like how much did she pay me to say that stuff i'm ever so grateful well not just me everybody said it about you because we love you so much so then you're doing other shows and now you've come today uh, to cover for julia julia yeah to come back and what did you say how much fun this is yeah i love being reunited with With inside jokers with this show yeah i i have friends who teach you know teach radio at various colleges and stuff mm-hmm. and one of them i said why don't i come in and talk you know talk rap with the kids yes talk to the students and he said no and i'm like well why <laughs> and he's like because you're so bitter he's like you're either gonna tell all these scare all these kids out of doing radio or try to sleep with them or both and i was like well probably not the second one but well maybe the bitter thing i don't you're... i always get extra bitter that during the holidays why I don't know. They're getting better for you, aren't they? Like you always suffer depression. Typically, are we talking about that at off Christmas the top? time? Yeah, we usually like to talk about really depressing. Well, stuff. Well, last year because this is our year in review, and we yes. do have a lot of big stuff to talk about from this year for sure, co- comedy wise and life wise. But yeah, I don't know. Remember last year when we were doing our holiday shows? How just miserable I was. I was so cranky. I know it's hard for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. Well, I'm just like, uh, I don't know. It's annoying. It's a whole to do. You know. Well, it's all the, what's the point? It's, uh, you know, for some people, it brings back different memories. Yeah. For other people, it's just, you know, what their childhood was not. Uh, but the good thing is, you know, it's now New Year's Eve. We're starting New, New Year's Eve. Yeah. New Year. Well, here's another complaint I have, Sandra, since we're getting into it. New Year's Eve. The last three New Year's in a row, when it's midnight, right? And midnight is when you turn around and go, oh, who's my, who's your New Year's kiss? Oh, please. That's when I always pretend I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm always the odd one out now for like three years straight. That's when I start barfing on tequila. Yeah. like Yeah. Because yeah, that's what it's like to be single. On New Year's. Girls, Alicia, what do you do at midnight? I do the same thing. I'm just like, you all bonk. right, let me find something else. To yeah. Do Remember right when now? Alicia like, barfed on me at my fundraiser in May? Yeah. Oh yeah. Did That's you see right. that? Yeah, Dean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And Courtney, you guys were there. You guys weren't there when she barfed on me, though. No. Uh, my leather pants. Yeah. I'm sorry. Is that embarrassing? We could cut that out. No. No. no let's keep it in forever. <laughs> I, I just turned into Robin at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve, just <laughs> dancing <laughs> on my own. That's Robin right. Who? Like the corner, the singer. You wouldn't know. You're not one of us young millennials. No, Sandra, I don't know what actually, the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Courtney, how about you? What's your New Year's typically look like? Well, last year, me and my friend just hung out by ourselves. And of course you did. Her little sister had a pre-party or whatever and made double vodka shots. Oh, and her God. little her little basset hound, they were out taking selfies oh. by the window. Her little basset hound ate seven double vodka oh, wow. jello Sh- shots. Jello shots. So we were <laughs> at emergency vet. 
until like 11.58. We're driving home with this on New Year's. dog. Yeah. Oh. yeah. This dog was wasted. She was like stumbling around. We were like, Aww. oh my God, Ruby. And that dog will never do tequila again. I know. The next morning, she was just so Was like, it tequila? What was it? Vodka. Oh, vodka. Sorry. Vodka. Yeah. I ruined my joke. Okay. Um, and uh, this year, though, you have a boyfriend. I do. So, so what are you guys going to do? He's like the perfect little kid, too. Oh, Not yeah. little kid. You're young lady. So what's yeah. he going to... What's the big plan? Well, I think we're probably going to like go out downtown. A couple of his friends live oh. here, so... Oh, that's might be wow. the kiss of going, New Year's. Going out at New Year's. Ooh, I know that's weird. I'm, I'm just not really like a like a club person though. Alicia, what are you doing tonight? Uh, tonight, I don't know. I'm like that's the thing. I don't have any plans yet, so I don't know. I know, isn't it great about millennials? You know nothing about nothing. Yeah, but I, I love I was you. Work, so my I, niece. I honestly don't know. Oh my god, we did a whole segment on this. Yeah. All well, right, there's so, a lot of uh, big comedy stuff I want to get into from this year. Yeah. No, this year. Uh, okay. Well, well, the year started with International Women's uh, the big march last January. And, that's right uh, too. Yeah. It was the number one most talked about moment in 2017, I think. Um, just talking about the celebration of women. And, and then so much happened on that issue throughout the year that no one could have anticipated with how the year's ending with the Harvey Weinstein stuff. So what a year. That's true, actually. Yeah, there was a big movement. There. And a lot of it had to do with because last January was when Trump took office. Yeah, that might so have been So it's been, been almost a full year of that. Yes, Trump Nation. And uh, I, I like to ask friends about you know do you think the trump issue uh is correlated to what's happened with the weinstein thing and uh you know i think it's just a culture that was created in a way things coming out yeah because you have a you have a president who, who got elected after a tape of him talking about how you're gonna <laughs> grab ladies on the Hoo-hoo. the skadooch or whatever yeah. you might say yeah i don't know but uh, yeah 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 that's why i tell my nurses that um bathe me because i can't bathe <laughs> yeah it's like uh, you guys they go what you want me to do man and i said do everything but the cooch <laughs> that That's is the worst italian accent yeah italian um this is inside jokes year in review i'm santa carusi with dean young alicia carusi and courtney eaves and we're going to talk more about 2017 right here on global news radio 640 toronto Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Sandra Cruci on Inside Jokes, showcasing the best in comedy. This is the show about comedy. Yeah. And I want to thank Hacking Optical for, again, being a sponsor of the show from day one. They are great supporters, and uh, we're always so grateful for um, their support of the show and me. And uh, we want to thank our friends at Against the Grain Urban Tavern here at Chorus Key. We strongly recommend you go eat there. Uh, in the summer, it's a great patio, of course, but in the winter, it's gorgeous with the fireplace. It's very cozy. They oh, it's a, nice. Right? They have a great yeah. brunch on Sunday, um, and Against the Grain also has really good menu um, that they change up and really good beers if you're into That's beer. where I go have a beer every time when Laura Bellotta is doing the dating and relationship show. <laughs> <laughs> then I come back. After yeah. she does her selfies? Yeah, then I come back when the coast is clear. That's yeah. what I do every time. I, I saw it when... have a beer the entire time like while she's taking selfies. Come back, she's probably still, still taking yeah. selfies. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, the last time uh, I saw you came in here very not impressed when the 18th selfie was being taken and we were still in oh, here. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Oops. Um, 
But yeah, we thank it against the grain. We love them very much. Uh, a celebrity limousine who brings me to my gigs. Yeah. Who else do we want to thank? Uh, oh, HGP Real Estate. Holly Garvey man. Penny at Bosley Real Estate. BosleyRealEstate.com. When you're looking for a condo. Do you think condo, she does condo, like condo, um, condo. I think she does like low end bachelor apartments too? <laughs> that's what I'm in the market for. Low end. Yeah. Well, speaking of low end, let's talk about 2017 because it's been a year. Maybe not as many artists died like 2016 with all the musicians in. 2016 you know. was the year where all the baby boomer musicians died, and 2017 was the year where all the ones who were still alive just got outed for sexual assault. <laughs> that's what happened. So true. Yeah. Like, what's going on in our world? It's like the universe is cleansing itself. Like it's a massive penance. It is. The millennials are going to inherit the earth. Yeah, so they want it clean. Yeah. Because mommy left it that way. Um, <laughs> we have a couple in the room I'm going to continue picking on. Uh, my niece, Alicia, and my other niece, Courtney. My work niece. Um, and what are you guys thinking of the world when you see all this stuff happening at such a young age? Do you like get nervous and anxious, Courtney? I mean, a little bit. Yeah? Like it's just kind of disgusting, the things that keep coming out. But- it also is like clearing the way to a new beginning, a new, yeah, a new slate for when you get married and have kids and like, Alicia, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, it is kind of scary, but in a way it's always been that way. Like even when I was working like at another job, like there, when I would have like a one-on-one -on -one meeting with my boss, there's not one time I could get through the whole meeting where he wouldn't comment like on something about like my appearance or my <gasps> outfit. And I'm just like, do you say that when you meet with like the male employees, you know what I mean? So yeah. Seriously, what would he say? I'm going to kill him. Oh. <laughs> well, he'd just be like, oh, you know, like I think you'd be really good in sales, you know, like you have a great work ethic, but like you <clears throat> do great this, great that, and you know, you look like you do, so I don't understand why you wouldn't be good in sales. Like you dress really nice, you look great in this, and I'm like, what? Like would you tell another guy, oh, you look great in a suit, you'd be great at sales? Like mm -hmm. I guess you could, but it, yeah. it's just not relevant. Like how is that – Mentoring yeah. me at all to get better at sales. <clears throat> Alicia has a nice rack, yeah, by the way. True. So <laughs> that's why I just want to qualify it's not like she's a heavy pounder there. Yeah, so that's like I was a hostess at like a pub mm -hmm. when I was in like grade 11. And my boss kept being like, you know, if you uh, went to serving, you'd make way more money. Because you're a cute like, little thing. What? And he was like, I mean, just just go look in the mirror and you'll see the money falling. And wow. I was like, Ew. <laughs> How yeah. old is this guy? Much older than you? Yeah, he was probably in his 40s. Yeah, that's double ooh then for sure. Because I was like 17 in grade 11, right? Yeah. And I, sometimes you wonder what's going through these people's head. I don't, Dean, you work in hospitality. Yeah, I do, but no one's ever said <laughs> yeah, that see, to me. Exactly. Yeah. No one's Nor ever relied they. on that because it's just No one like, said it to me. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, obviously, it's great that everybody's kind of, well, it's not great, but it's I guess refreshing or important that people are like coming out and talking about this sort of stuff now in the media. It's always been around, but it's just like, I don't know if it's going to change really other than women obviously being able to stand up for themselves, but it's just still going to happen. Only one person ever said that to me because I've never like had a serving job or anything. I'm always mm -hmm. like, like at this point, I'm like in the kitchen or in the back mm -hmm. office or something. But Minnie Holmes was the only person. She was like, you Aww. should go and serve. She was like, you're hot. You can make money serving. But I don't, I think that was a lot of like, uh, well, you're good vodka friends. Vodka and pills talk. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you're good friends as you just make fun of her vodka yeah. and pill habit. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah. <laughs> Minnie's great. But it's true. That does yeah. happen. Yeah. So we've had a great year in review uh, in comedy, in the world of comedy. Great year here at uh, Inside Jokes. A lot of great guests. I was able to make it out to Just for Laughs again um, in the summer and Montreal. 
um, and got to interview Jim Carrey, which was very exciting. That was the big one this year, yeah. The big wahoo-ha. And, um, and I thoroughly enjoyed that. And we other a lot of great interviews. Uh, it's always a great festival, and uh, we're very lucky to have it here in Canada. Uh, so we'll talk about that after the break on our year in review here on Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. What are the qualities you respect in a comic? Honesty, uh, number one, honesty. Uh, it doesn't matter how outlandish or outrageous the joke, there has to be something about it that's honest. You know, comics are judges, you know, and that's what we do. We go, this is bad, this is good, this is wrong, you know, this is you know, odd, this is dishonest, whatever it is. The other night I saw uh, David Tell and, uh, and uh, Jeffrey Ross, who were just like gunslingers, man. And it's like, if you ever get a chance to see that show, I mean, you're, you're seeing organic brilliance right in front of you, and it's, it's really terrific. This is Kay Trevor Wilson. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Hakeem Optical makes fine, fine eyewear. This, the show about comedy, the only one in Canada. That's true. The only one on Canadian radio, terrestrial radio. Yes, and we say that because there's a lot of podcasts on it. There's a lot of podcasts and there's uh, satellite things, but you know, yeah. on terrestrial radio. This is it, baby. The it's only game unique. in town. Yeah, It's very unique and uh, we like to have a lot of fun and... We talk about Just for Last Festival because they have a tour that goes around. We've, That's right. We've promoted a lot of the comics from the GFL tours. We have a good relationship with Just for Laughs and go back every year. And I, and also, one thing that, set, that is uh, another good thing to note about this show, we go to Montreal every year, Just mm-hmm. for Laughs every year, but we, ne- we make sure... We never have French Canadian comics on the show. Very important because this is radio Why? and you can't see them making the silly faces and wearing a large bow tie. So we only have <laughs> English speaking comics on the show. I don't get show. that. Yeah. What does Everything, that mean? Have you ever seen like actually like really hardcore French Canadian comedy? No. It's all like hey, hey, and just like silly faces and jazz <laughs> hands and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like when, when work on the radio. Very much like, so, yeah. Da, 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 da. That's right. But then it's Quebec. So then they get like. Twenty-six million dollars a year in a TV show and all this stuff. You know, <laughs> oh my gosh. Their own movies and stuff. I don't know how, what they do over there. Well, um, let me tell you. I'm just looking back at uh, our beautiful, uh, my just for laughs trip. Uh, Jim Carrey. So I'm on the red carpet. Yep. And I see Ben Mulroney. You know that guy. Yeah. He's oh, on, of course. Uh, yeah. That other network. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> And what happens on the red carpet, just so everybody knows, is that the reporters, everybody's scrambling to memorize notes and bios about the artists, and you get this great um, bio sheet with pictures and information on the show that they want to promote. So at least it's like a cheat sheet, right? Of course, I'm the only one not doing my homework. (laughs) And I'm looking around. I go, Ben, Ben, can I cheat? Can I have one of your questions? And of course, Ben just casually turns around and flips his hair because, of course, he doesn't have to do any of his own work. Right? No. He has a producer, t- someone talking in his ear going, okay, this is what you're going to say and this is how you're going to say it. And um, so he looks at me like he doesn't know, sees my mic, says global on it, and then make, has a perplexed look on his face going, she doesn't work there. Because everybody knows each other, right? And yeah. I'm a hack coming in there, <laughs> stole the, <laughs> the little mic flash with global on it, looking all important. So um, I had a great chat with Jim Carrey uh, about different stuff. The night before was uh, a cast and crew conversation about a show I'm dying up here. Uh, have you been watching that? Yeah, Jim Carrey. So it's all about uh, the 70s in this club. Um, yeah. Basically, uh, it's like Mitzi Shore's club is what it's based yeah, off Yeah, it's of. based on her. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
it's very interesting the whole um I don't know climate that they demonstrate comedy in in the 70s the the woman the female actor Ari I forget her last name she plays the only female comedian on the show um, oh Ari Grainer yes yeah, yeah. she says that as a female comedian as an actress she's not in the business but she did her homework on comedy and she says you know what nothing's changed for female comics from the 1970s to present yeah and I know that sounds like a lot of whining and there's always people who always think female comics are whining about something or uh, uh, but you know it's based on something we don't whine for no reason like it's not whining it's you know if guys were doing it, it wouldn't be called whining you know we're trying to get attention to the fact that you know things were different you yeah, know, it have been different, and we're hoping it could change now. Well, and I think the last couple of years, I'm, I'm like, especially in scenes like Toronto, like there's been a huge change where it's a lot more female dominated because you know it used to be the other way. Like everything was always just like middle aged white dudes. Yes, that was comedy. And there's you know like our older generation of Canadian comics. It's like when they they talk about starting out 30 years ago, it's like. There were like 10 white guys across Canada, and that was Canadian comedy, you know? Well, now just comedy across the board uh, out of the U.S., obviously. Ali Wong, she was on the red carpet there at JFL. Yep. She was fantastic. She's the she's literally four feet ten. So tiny little against my five foot ten. Imagine that. I'm a whole foot taller than her. Good. Yeah, you want the, inter- the interviewee to be. Yeah. Frightened a little <laughs> bit. Um, but she talks a lot. I love her comedy because she's very open about uh, kind of what we were talking about and um, the anti-feminism feminism. Um, and that is, I mean, feminism should have a new word. We had one of the comics, Sarah Starkman, I think, said that when she came in here. I love her. Great new artist. Uh, great new comic. And um, it has changed. And Ali Wong demonstrates, I don't know, so much a certain freshness to her comedy yeah which I adore and Natasha Leggero too as well and more after the break on Global News Radio 640 Toronto this is Sandra Carusi and you're listening to the amazing talented really really hot Frank Spadone on Inside Jokes. Hey, I'm Adam Grow, the Cash Cab Guy. This is Scott Belfort. Hi there, this is Carla Collins, and you're listening to my girl crush, Sandra Carusi, on Inside Jokes. I'm just kidding. She's not my crush. I'm doing her. This is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes, Pants Optional. Year in Review 2017 right here on Inside Jokes, talking about the year of comedy mishaps like Louis C.K. and coming yeah, out. Yeah, there was a, coming out all right. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it was, towards the end of the year, it was a very strange year in comedy and in showbiz. What what strikes you is the well obviously the Harvey Weinstein stuff. I just feel like the whole, the whole climate of the world this year <laughs> was so dark. Apart. Like, yeah, it we've just, all given up. Really, it just seems like yeah, society was crumbling this year. Yeah, like the fall of Rome. <laughs> you know, but a lot of that was this. You know, not just all the celebrity stuff, but obviously the situation in the U.S. and yes, it just everything just doesn't seem real. Yeah, and comedy is a reflection of of 
kind of what's going on in the world. So totally. it's, it's going to be seen in what we're doing in our stand-up. And, um, but we had some really nice marquee talent in our show, like Colleen, Colin Mockery. In studio with us. In studio. We that some, was a treat. We had some Canadian heavy hitters in studio. Like we had Ed the Sock, Colin Mockery. Tom uh, Segura. Tom Segura. Well, he, yeah, well. he's from like... Ohio, but he was t- actually he was talking about. Oh, you're talking. About, sorry, you're talking about Canadian Canadians that we had in. But Tom Segura was talking about how Canadian comics don't get a fair shake in the states. Wow, what right? did he say about that? He was talking about how you know if an American comic gets a call from a Canadian comedy club, let's say you're a stand-up that lives in New York or something, and Absolute Comedy here in Toronto phones you up and goes, "Oh, our headliner canceled. Can you come to a weekend?" It's as easy for that American comic as getting into your car and coming to Toronto. But for Canadians to go to the States and work, you have to go through like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of, of legal applications and lawyer oh fees and everything and apply for all that. Yeah. And you might not even be able to go work down there. Mm-hmm. So there was that whole reciprocity thing that we, of course, talked about a lot on this show this year with Sandra Badalini uh, and Phil Luzzi, the whole comedy is art mm-hmm. movement that we had going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely... Uh a lot to talk about in that area. We look forward to talking more about that coming into 2018. Um, and some other uh, uh, marquee talent we had on the show. Uh, Carla Collins came in from LA. She's doing a lot of gigs locally. She's yeah. always fun. Yeah, she actually was here working a lot this year. Yes, yeah. Uh, we, we, did all, a, we did that show together. We did that show together in in the GTA here in the Port, Port Credit Legion. Uh, we also did a cr- that crossover with out there with Melissa DeMarco. Yes, Remember that, that was fun. We were on that TV show. I don't know when it aired. Yes, Melissa's a we blast. We were on it. Yeah. Uh, I love. Melissa. I don't watch TV. What's I'm wrong with you? almost a millennial. I don't have TV. <laughs> I haven't had TV in. You should buy one of those years. boxes. Yeah, uh, I don't know how spe- to do we had, that stuff. We had Ed the Sock, famous from from yep. TV. We're gonna have a clip of Ed the Sock because that was such a great, great interview. It was fun. He, uh, we dedicated a whole show to him because, uh, you know what? He did a show way back, um, over 10 years ago, I guess now. Well, yeah, because I, I grew up with Ed the Sock on much. Even longer. You know, when I was like a 15 year old boy, socks were a big part of my life. 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) The big sock. Uh, oh, I don't even want to qualify that in any way, shape, or form. (laughs) And I say it like it's past tense, too. Nothing has changed. <laughs> yeah. No comment from the mom of two boys. Um, but uh, Ed the Sock, he's such an intelligent guy. I love talking to him. We got to have him back, sir. Well, I liked his rants about, because we do, we, we get into Canadian showbiz and the industry side of things quite a bit on this show. Uh, I feel like we did this past year, especially. And Ed the Sock, mm-hmm. we won't say his real name because he was in character with us the entire time. Uh, but he had some great rants about the state of Canadian television oh, yeah. and Canadian showbiz, which was very interesting from his point of view because uh, he's a household name, which not a lot of that people like that have come out of Canada. So, so we'll hear more from him. We're gonna have him back on the show yeah. right here on Inside Jokes. You're in Review 2017, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Ladies and gentlemen, Ed the Sock. Hey, yeah. Hello. Oh. I noticed how you said you had a crush when I had my show. <laughs> what kind of star? star yeah, banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right away. So, well, you're, you're not on television anymore, so that crush went away. So right? who you, who you, uh, who you drooling who over nowadays on? on TV? You know, whoever's on, like, I'll just flip through and it's like... Well, at least you're transparent. Yes. Yeah, at least we can see right through you. You know what you I know, mean? You know, you're not hiding anything, so <laughs> that, there's... 
there's some uh, there's some nobility in that. <laughs> the only time I usually talk to a sock are my kids' socks at the end of the bed. Well, why do you, why careful. Do you do that? Sandra, you have sons. I have so boys. I'd keep away from those socks, quite Oh, I frankly, know. They're nasty. As a former boy. But I had a crush on Ed the Sock. Uh, had. Okay, I guess I could say now. No, because you're kind of making a comeback, so I kind of like that. I never, really, I never really went away. Everyone else sort of just turned their attention elsewhere. Like people in their 20s who were like, I used to watch you when I was three. And my, <laughs> and my parents said, don't. And they'd leave the room and I'd watch you on Much Music or my, my older sister yeah. or brother. And I would sit there watching, looking over. Because you're got, a puppet. I was the forbidden fruit. Yeah. They, didn't, they could watch any of the other human VJs, but don't watch that puppet. Still got the cigar habit going. That well, why, would I, why would I get rid of that? I know. The cigar, it exists for one reason. To piss people off. <laughs> and it continues to do that perhaps even more than ever before. <laughs> Though, for a while, I switched to one of those vape cigars. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, oh. I thought, okay, you can do those inside. Because when I was doing my show on City, we, the cigar smoke, like that cigar was smoking for real all the way through uh, every episode. And we were doing it in studio, even though it was against the law, because the argument was, <laughs> hey, this is actually, it's a set. It's not really like a workplace. Um, and then I switched to the vape thing. I thought, okay, now the cigar can still have, you know, vapor come. Now you can't even do that. Hey, I'm John Catucci from You Gotta Eat Here. So when I'm not eating food, I'm listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Year in review 2017. What a year, what a year. Lots. This is Inside Jokes. Uh, we like talking comedy here, and we like talking about real life, and we like talking about, uh, you know, we talked about earlier, comedy imitates life, uh, comedy yep. is art, and art imitates life, or does life imitate art? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think in our we case, could yeah. We talk about it forever, uh, and um, we definitely, our crew here in, in this show, uh, we have lots going on. <laughs> yeah. I think we should talk about your little outing. My, oh, I had a bunch of stuff this year. Yeah? In like, life, life things. What happened, Dean Young? Well, I went to a, a th- therapist, I'm going to say, because I always get in trouble oh, for saying shrink. But, yeah. you know, that's old. I don't know. I like it. It's like old-timey fun slang. It's like saying cabbie, yeah. which also <laughs> isn't offensive, like by the way. Cabbie. It's Anyways. Uh, yeah. And the, then the therapist, he was like, you have obsessive compulsive disorder, which I thought was funny because when I was, like, when I was a kid, my parents would always say that. They would always make yeah. jokes about that. My brother and my cousin, Luke... Used to go into my room all the time when I wasn't home. And mess up stuff? <laughs> like one little thing. They would like, when I was in college and stuff, they would like move like one DVD or like change <laughs> where a book was and just wait. Just wait for me to come home and I'd go into my room and just be like, who the F did? You know, I would, right away I knew. Right away I knew. I went on Tinder. I know what you're trying to refer to. Went on yes. Tinder and opened it wide. Which means? Dudes and ladies. You came on the, out. Which, yeah, which by the way. Zip so far. <laughs> How Nothing long has is... it been? Three weeks now, a few weeks. Okay. Which, so... by the way, I, as every, as the listeners know, I host Tinder Tales in Toronto. What so I go it? on dates and stuff. You talk did... about, it's stand-ups talk about actual real-life dating stories and, and weird breakups and weird hookups and encounters and stuff like that, as we've all had. But I never actually bothered with Tinder itself. Like, I just always had different dating stories. So I threw this thing on my phone and opened it up. But I don't know. It's, there's nothing out there, man. Well, okay, so we're just explaining. It's a dry pond. Dean has come out as bisexual. That's yeah, what I'm going to smash say. some dudes. You're going to smash some dudes. And I'm going to explain to you what it's like. You've been three weeks on trying to pick up guys. How about three years? Yeah. How about three years? I know. Well, no, I've been, uh, well, I've been single for like 
two and a half years at this point. All right. So there's not a lot out there so far. You just got to take your time and. That's right. Make sure. um, I'm in a relationship with me right now. Oh, please. That's right. That's who I'm trying. That's who I'm trying to be in a relationship with. You're in a relationship with a unicorn right now. So like the most perfect guy. So what are you talking about? You can't talk to this. I can't. Because you got this perfect dude. Yeah. He taught me I have to love myself before anyone else. How did he teach you that? My past relationship, he would always like blame stuff on me when it was his fault, whatever. Oh my God. Then my new boyfriend, there's like not a single day that goes by that he's like, you're the most beautiful person I've ever seen. Like, I can't love you if you don't love yourself. And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) He is perfect. I hate him. Where did you come from? Yeah. Wow. Where did he come from? They're out there. Unicorn. They are out there. I met him at a, we worked at Zare's together, a grocery store. How cute is that? I remember (laughs) that. He was in the deli or? No, I was a cashier and he was a service clerk. So he would always come and like bag my groceries. Oh my God. It's like Ted. That's like, sounds like something like straight out of Minnesota or something. Ted. Ted the movie, the teddy bear. It's a love story. We were bagging groceries at Zare's there and uh it's you a know. romantic comedy. Yeah. Cute. Ted the Bear. Yeah. Young love. And we had to keep it low profile because yeah. all the managers were like, don't beg for her, like, shooing him away. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, because I could imagine affecting the workplace, like when a cashier dates a friggin' bagger. What an idiot. Yeah. And then they would send him on carts because they always, like, get the carts. <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're like, go do carts. And I'm oh, like, no, he didn't do carts. Right. He had to oh, do but now you've run away as a beautiful we couple were, from yeah, that place. Are you fled. Are you guys working there anymore? He works there once, like, only on weekends because he's in school. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but you had I to think. leave because of... Because of it's, this. It's a love story, really. Yeah. No, it's cute. This should be on the Dating Relationship Show coming up at really 9 o'clock. <laughs> Young kids who fall in love bagging groceries. <laughs> bagging something. Yeah. And now uh, to my niece, Alicia, um, who's carrying on the tra- tradition of females in our family who is not in a relationship... Alicia, what's happening with you 2017? Was it a disaster? Oh, my God. Well, you, the end of 2016 wasn't good because the family car accident happened. Yeah, last year was the year of the accident for me. I got... Uh, you were recovering. Yeah, I got punctured staples at my stomach, third degree burn on my leg. This wow. year, it's mm-hmm. so funny because last year, my friend and I, we went out for New Year's and... We were like, I wonder if like how you start the new year is a representation of like how your whole year is going to be. So mm-hmm. last year on last New Year's, I uh, sprained my ankle trying to hail a cab when oh I was gosh. wasted at 2 a.m. And uh, oh. so that was the first day of my new year. Then I got the third degree burn and I got into the car accident this no. year. No, the car accident was before. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. So 2016. last year. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, and then, right. so the whole year last year was just kind of accident prone for me. This yeah. year, I went to bed at twelve oh. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see. <laughs> twelve okay. ten. So I wrapped it up, and so far, my life has been pretty boring this year. So tonight, go to bed. Yeah. Start. <laughs> I went. So I went. I got to see all Canada this year. Oh, we're going to talk about that after yeah. the break. Cowboys and Indian tour happened. Inside jokes. You're in review on 2017. Global News Radio 640 Tirana.
Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes, Pants Optional. Inside Jokes Year in Review 2017. And uh, it was a big year for comedy tours like the Cowboys and Indian Tour <laughs> with Dean Young. Dean, how was your tour? What'd you do? Well, it was, uh, yeah, I, I, cro- I checked a bunch of sort of bigger things off the list this mm-hmm. year. So I went and did that tour across Canada uh, with Scott Belford and Tish Sakuja, the Cowboys and Indian tour. Mm-hmm. I recorded the album. Yeah, that's Life great. Hack. So the yeah. album j- came just came out, and uh, there's a one-hour special that's going to come out this January, actually, that I shot nice. during the just after the sort of at the wrap of that tour at the end of that tour. But uh, no, the Cowboys and Indian thing was fun because I I I got to see a lot more of Western Canada than mm-hmm. I ever have, mm-hmm. and I ha- I got to go to places like. Banff and Jasper, where the whole town is just wow. magical places that are populated entirely by 20-year-olds from Australia for some <laughs> reason. That was both of those towns. Uh, <laughs> and I just want to say, if you're out there listening, uh, Saskatchewan Sarah, I love you. I fell in love <laughs> very briefly in what Saskatchewan. Happened? I met a girl named Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan Sarah. Sarah. I don't actually know what her last <laughs> name was or if she had one. It was uh, a country song is what happened. I was I was out there living my life like a really dark Stomp and Tom song, just going across <laughs> Canada. But I did find out on this tour, actually, I have a very unique uh, ability, Sandra. What's or that? superpower, if you will. I can go anywhere in Canada and just magically find girls from Hamilton, Ontario. <laughs> That's what I learned on this tour. But no, it was cool. We, I don't know. We got to play sort of a, a nice mix of different venues. Colleges, by the way. Which Jerry Seinfeld Ooh. was like, you can't do college. It, we did a bunch of colleges. It was a lot of fun theaters and casinos and stuff. So wow. it was like a nice mix of, mm-hmm. of venues. Comedy clubs, obviously, of course. And Great yeah. venues. But it was nice. It was, you know, you have to, if you do something like that, it has to be with two comics that you really work well with. Yeah. And oh, yeah, get along sure. with. Because we were a month and a half in like this little car and sharing motel mm-hmm. rooms and stuff. So I was, uh, I got to say, I, I enjoyed my year. I, uh. As well, I had a lot of great gigs. I opened up for Frank Spadone again. Yeah, you did. You were busy. A lot of fundraisers. I did one. Um, I did a big uh, outdoor festival in the summer, Etel Fest. That's that was right. Like yeah. Twenty thousand people. Well, and they want me back next year. I'm very there excited. You go. And uh, I also hosted the Mirror Ball, uh, which I was excited about. And and a lot of people don't realize my double life. I was very sick. Um, the cancer had come back, and I had this big patch on my shoulder, and I uh, just wasn't feeling well. But I went up, and I hosted. I did a live auction, which takes a lot of energy. They, too, were very impressed and said some wonderful things to me and may want me back next year, it looks like. So, um, I, yeah, to me, I almost kind of see what I can get away with with this cancer business. The one, the gig I opened for Frank Spadone last, earlier in the year, was I remember it was a big snowstorm. I did that one at Richmond Hill Center. And before that, oh, yeah. in, remember in Woodbridge, yeah. there was a fundraiser. Um, I did it for the Cordellucci family. And that, I it was, I had a, a celebrity limousine, uh, gave me a ride to that gig, finished at nine. And at, by 9.30, I was at Richmond Hill Center in a snowstorm and very, very sick because the cancer had come back. And then I started radiation like a week after because uh, I was so sick. But, um, you know, you would never know from my shows, not because I'm a hero, but because I just love what I do so much. And uh, then this year, like within a couple of months ago, the bump on my neck ruptured. It was a lymph node and it was bleeding. And I went in uh, and the Friday night I said to my brother, no, I don't want to go to merge. It was just trickling blood. 
by the next morning, I woke up to a pool of blood. Oh my, my God. Yeah, my brother brought me to Emerge. I got a transfusion and then I went and did a gig that night and nobody knew um, uh, at the gig. And I told them later, I've been telling people who were at that gig uh, because I knew a lot of people there. And they were like, oh my God, I can't believe that. And I said, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like I had to do it. And that's just how I get by the tough times is, is well, trucking through it. And I've seen you do that. Like when we did our run of shows at the Brogue last year oh, yeah. and then this year we were <laughs> doing, uh, we had your fundraiser and we had that uh, the Legion show in, down in Port Credit. But I've seen you before where you're off stage before the show starts and if it's if it's a particular day where you happen to be feeling like garbage, yeah, then when it's time to go up on stage, just your energy changes, right? Yeah. Like you tap into that thing, like this, yeah. almost like a second wind or whatever they call it when you yeah. wake up. But like you'll just snap into yeah. that zone, go up there, and just be this electricity, and then go back to the way you were before. You know, you just tap into that thing. Yeah, I just for laughs. Um, I was in so much pain, and I didn't know it had come back at that time. It was in the summer. That in between, thank God I stayed in the hotel where the Just for Laugh stuff was going on, but I was on the red carpet and afterwards, literally right after interview Jim Carrey, I had was so thrilled to interview him and then I ran up to my room and iced my neck because I was in pain and um, I, that summer, I went through that kind of pain. I didn't sleep at night at all. Any night, I did not sleep. Yeah. I, I would wake up about three times a night because you can't put your head on your pillow and my doctor, when my CT scan came back in August, he goes, I don't know how you went through a summer without pain meds. Like, how did you, my threshold for pain is so high. And I said, I don't know. I wish I knew. Like, I was just taking Advil, you know? Yeah. But another, I got a, on a positive note, professionally, another good thing that happened was I launched two other radio shows. That's right. That you hear that uh, right before this show is the parenting show with Pina Crispo. And then after this is the dating relationship show with Laura Blotta. And uh, they're close to my heart, those shows. And the girls who host them, I knew them both beforehand. And I watched them uh, on social media develop these huge following. And I wanted them to bring that to 640. Yeah. And um, I'm proud of these three shows. I'm proud of Dean Young, who has helped me so much on this show through all my illness, picking up the weight and doing 16 other jobs because he's OCD. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my niece, Alicia, who's come aboard to help me. She sleeps over Monday nights and helps me do my laundry and then comes and drives me in the morning. And then beautiful Courtney, who helped us throughout the year. And Julia, uh, our other producer. Um, so much work when Courtney was working on the show full time with social media and everything else. And of course, Laura Bellotta and Pina on their shows, they've brought great guests, great energy, great followers. I'm really proud of both of them. And I'm really proud to be part of the Chorus family and all that they've done for me through my illness these past four years. Uh, I continue to be here. I'll probably launch about 16 other shows next year. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chorus has gotten bigger. We have global television and I've got to meet all those lovely people like uh, Sanjita Patel, <laughs> Sangita. Yeah, Sangita. Totally <laughs> That's a joke. Cheryl Hickey. We've had all these Cheryl crossover Hickey. guests in from we the love rest of the Angie family. We love Angie Seth. I've made yeah. great friendships with these people, and then they've had me on. They have Pina on and Laura on, and this great family network. We've had the girls from uh, Food Network, uh, the Baker Sisters, 
Um, Real Housewives. The Real Housewives. That's right, Hello. The Real, multiple times. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank you. You're We've welcome. had all, almost. We're gonna have Anne Mulholland and uh, Anne Kaplan coming in. She's one of the other, few others, and her and Jana. another two. But we had yeah, Jana. On. Yes, please bring her back. We had Joan on. Oh, that's the female loving part of you, right? She. Yeah, <laughs> she was the one that you guys were like set Dean up with her because she's the single one. But uh... then Dean was thinking if there's a male version, sure. Well, I just I, I don't I think she was like yeah no. Okay. Oh, Dean, you're so cute. Come on. My cougar <laughs> friends love you. You know that. I know. Yeah. Anyway, Dean, um, anyway, thank you all. And thank you to the listener most of all for supporting us and listening to the show continuously. We hope you have a fantastic new year. I know we plan on it. Thanks to Hecky Mock Optical and Against the Green Urban Tavern and uh, Holly Garby Penny of Bosley Real Estate and all our other sponsors who continue to support us and keep us alive. Thank you. Much love. Right here inside Jokes Global <laughs> News Radio, 640 Toronto. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.